Hello and welcome. Here we go again. It's two old guys on the back porch. He is Tequila Dan. That's me. I am Steve Scotch in the third wheel, handing out the headphones and microphones is Cat. That's C A T. Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on on Instagram and Facebook. You can also be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, and Apple Podcast. Uh, we are shouting out two of our listeners today. One is in the not-so-exotic locale of Hampton, Virginia, home of the Hampton Coliseum, where Steve saw many, 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 many a rock concert. Remember some of it. Remember some of it. And the other is a much more exotic locale of Singapore, where Crazy Rich Asians was filmed. Thank y'all for listening. We got listeners in Singapore? Yes, we do. Wow, how about that? Yeah, you know when I said C-A-T, I was a fan. We used to like to play horse. Did y'all ever play yeah, horse? Yeah. And then and back in my day, we, we also played roughhouse. Did y'all ever play roughhouse? You didn't have to dribble. You could just... It was sort of like kill the guy with the basketball while he's trying to score. It's kind of like smear the queer with basketball. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and we didn't say queer. We didn't mean that. Now, my favorite was around the world. Yeah. That, yeah. and you know, I could shoot the rock. I could. Now it feels like a rock for some reason. I don't know. Um, the wifey played basketball out of here at the local high school. Kat, did you uh, sit the bench or did they let you play? Um, they, I got to play some. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. The whole goal of this thing is to uh, get a drink. and um, That's why we do it. Just, you know, sit back, have a little laugh, catch a little buzz, or uh, catch a big buzz. That, that's up to you. All right, Dan, what do we got? I'm back on the margaritas, baby. Margarita. We, I think there's a song called Margaritaville. Cat, what you got? I got me a lovely raspberry bramble. Raspberry a bramble? bramble. That's over our head. What's he, what's, what's he got in the cup? I'm just going seven and seven. It's it's neat, clean, sweet. You like it. You and like it, it. And it's good. It can get me in trouble. All right, today we're going to take a trip to the grocery store. Now, we have a good selection out here. Most, most of the time, you know, the grocery store trip goes smoothly. But when the coronavirus hit, it was dog-eat-dog dog out here. I mean, when the virus first hit, for some reason, the losers were out here piling up toilet paper and paper towels up to the heavens in the shopping carts. I mean, I don't know what the hell that virus had to do with toilet paper. That was nationwide, dude, not just here. Oh, yeah? I, I don't know either. The, the, toilet, the toilet paper run of 2020 will go down in infamy, <laughs> dude. I don't know. The stores out here, they're, they're sort of getting back to normal. But there are a few empty shelves. Um, they might not have the specific bottled water you want, or for some reason the cat food or dog food's been a problem for us. But, um, you know, the, the main problem we have is, is a poor beer selection. That's, that's, you know, the grocery stores, they got all the mid-strength American beer you want, but nobody wants that, not me. So uh, anyway, get, Dude. get the beer back on the shelf. The shelves are empty everywhere. Biscuits, <coughs> butter, I mean, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. It's hit or miss when you go. I'm missing cream cheese. Cream took, freaking it, cheese. It took me three, okay, so I wanted to make cream cheese during the holidays. Couldn't get it. Uh, finally, my daughter found some and 
hoarded it for me so we could have uh, a chocolate chip cheesecake last right. week. Yes. Yes. I don't know. The half don't and know. half, you're half and half the time trying to find that on the shelf. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's brutal, dude. Yeah, one of the things about the grocery store that gets me is this, uh, this started, I understand we're trying to save the world and the planet and the environment. I got other this. Bring your own bag shit. Okay? Dude, I'm going to tell you, now, get your nasty ass bag, reusable bags away from me. These germ-infested... It's they're toting more than groceries. Listen to There's me. You're gonna, you're, your chicken juice is going to leak in it on the way home. And don't tell me you launder those things every time you use them. I and clean them out. My groceries have got to go on that goddamn rubber conveyor belt just like yours. I don't want those germ-infested things anywhere near me. I don't know. The ones that kill me are the blue hairs that are in there. Like they got to place everything in this certain goddamn spot in the bag. It, it ain't just the bag. It's... It's got to go, the, the, this goes in here and that goes, get your shit and get out of the way. If You're you, clogging up the line. They do the same thing when they're putting it on the conveyor, dude. They put all the meats together and then all the cheeses and all the dip. It, it just, makes it easier to I Just grab the shit out of the cart and throw it up there. <laughs> I don't know. One department of the grocery store that I seem to have the most trouble is the freaking deli counter. And, <laughs> it's, and it's, not, it's not the people working at the deli. Uh, it, it's not them. It's it's the ones you come across that are that are getting in your way. The it, other customers. Yeah, yeah. They, those they, people <laughs> they, didn't didn't they used to have a take a number thing? They, yeah. They did away with that. Now it's just a free for all. I they got rid of the number thing. I go. I the, never pulled a number anyway, uh, just to piss everybody off. See, <laughs> I, I, I go to that pre-slice shit. Henry. You I mean, not, not like the kiosk, not like, not like prepackaged, but pretty yeah, slight. I mean, it's right. deli meat, but it's already you know. That's what it's there for. Of I course, mean, I don't know when they did it. They could have done it Tuesday, and I'm, I'm getting my groceries right. on Saturday. The date. I don't know. I look at that. I do a drive by there. If they don't have what I want, then I, I go stand in line. But the, the only trouble I really have with the people working there is they can't find it. You know, give me the uh, whatever rotisserie chicken. So they're they're reaching through reaching through they can oh, I'll have to go in the back and get one. Well then go in the back and get one. You know, I'd rather have that than when they pull out that little sliver. Oh the end of the yeah. end. Don't hand me that. No. Yeah, here's the one thing he forgets when you go to the deli and you're in the state of Virginia and you're getting that country ham. Oh you yeah. Ask them to let's how you how let's have, have a look at that country ham. Because that thing could be it could be a lot of It could be fat. beauty or it could be full of gristle. Yeah, I don't want that green shit either. I don't know. The, the lady, if you see a lady up there with a little piece of paper in her hand, just run. Just leave. You, you're not going to get anything today because she's going to be up there. She's the one, you know, she married this dude. He's got a head on him the, the size of a, a mailbox, and, and she's produced three boys that are the splitting image of him. So she's got to get a pound of everything, okay? So you're going nowhere, and she's got that list, uh, pound of this, pound of that, and I just, I just leave. That she doesn't bother me as bad as can I have a taste of that? Oh guy? my god! Oh can, yeah. Can you give me one slice of that honey turkey? I'm yes, see what that I've tastes seen like. the taste. Nah, no, I'm not doing it. You should know what you want when you get there. If you don't freaking wing it, dude. Here's a question I got. <clears throat> Why does the whole family have to go to the grocery store? What is that about? Are we that bored? 
I, maybe it's a, maybe they can't find a bit. I don't know. Now they've got little teeny carts for the for the crumb snatchers to push around. Have you seen these things? These ankle biters are pushing little carts through the, and they all got a big flag on them so you don't run over them. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind the little. Oh, kids. I miss the Yukops tot lot. The tot lot was the best. Oh, their son got thrown out of the tot lot. Out of the tot lot. Ejected from the tot lot. Those days are gone. The Corona lot is over. We're not doing that. But it kills me. I, I don't. I don't mind the little kids and the little car things. That's fine. I'm talking about when mom, dad. Two teenagers, the dog, the parakeet. Why is everybody in the goddamn store? We couldn't send mom in there to go get some Fruit Loops That's and right. some deli meat. Don't forget the and, cookies. Yeah, right. I mean, seriously. And the only reason I'm bitching about it is you turn the aisle, and there they are, four wide, cock-blocking the whole lane. Why are y'all in here? Get out of the way. The get worst, a life. The worst is when you go to Nags Hit, and the whole oh my God. freaking store, at the food line there, is full of families. All right, take, and they're all making negotiations on what goes in the cart. Take take a page out of my playbook and go early, dude. Yeah. If that bitch opens at 7, be there at 7.05. The only problem you run into... And we talked about it last podcast. Are these goddamn personal shoppers with oh, these carts the size of a freight train car? And they're blocking up a goddamn aisle. They're shopping for like eight people at one time. At least they do at Kroger anyway. Right, right. I'm like, get the hell out of it. I can't take that, dude. The thing that ticks me I, off is now some, I think I've seen a lot at Kroger's. They have like the displays in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. That you have to negotiate around. I told Donna that this morning, I said, this, this thing is not intrusive at all. I'm going to knock this fucking thing over. <laughs> I'll tell you something else that pisses me off, too. I, I got a business. I'm thinking of starting a business, dude. Mobile shopping cart wheel repair. I'll just have a bunch of wheels, <laughs> and I'll go to Lowe's and Target and Walmart. And I always get the one that's got the shit wheel. You can't help it because they all do, dude. Plunkin', 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 plunkin'. So I just roll up with the wheel, take a bolt out, stick a bolt in with a new wheel, and go, hey, 30 bucks. Speaking of the carts, what about the loser that rolls it out to the car and then looks to the left and looks to the right and leaves that bastard right there, right where he's you know standing. What? That he, is the laziest son of a bitch just, I've ever seen. He's just one step above <laughs> bring me my goddamn groceries guy. <laughs> I mean, dude, I you like can't the, walk eight feet to the cart corral. Oh Come on, God. man. I mean, the, I've seen the blue hairs like hike it up on the curb so it won't, at least it oh, won't yeah. roll into the next That's cart. Right. Oh, man, dude. What a bunch of losers. I don't know. Have you noticed now since the corolla, since the corona, they all got the little disinfectant stations for them? Oh, they, they, they roll they them go in. through the car wash before. Can, how, how come we weren't doing this the whole while? <laughs> Why were we it. not doing this the whole I while? I'll pull a cart out of the carousel in the parking lot and roll it back in there without the wipe down. I, I can, and I'm a germaphobe, but I'm not scared of the grocery cart. Dude, and, and we told you sometime back on a previous podcast that shit was going through the roof. Don't go to oh the grocery store. Oh, my God. Store. Dude, I went this morning, $186 it's, or it's something. It's crazy. I carried it in in two hands, dude. Two I, bags, I, 100 I mean, the prices are off the, off the chain, man. They are. I, I, I don't know how anybody's supposed to make it. Yeah, I don't know. There's one store out here. I won't name it. It's called Publix. And we treat, that, just did. we treat that thing like a convenience store. Now, once you know a store and know where everything is, I can troll through that thing in 20 minutes and I'm done. I mean, all I need is like bread, beer, 
you know, maybe some white claw for the wifey, and I'm out. And, and I like this store because there's no point system. There's no entering, no secret password, none of that shit. At the bottom of my receipt, it says, you save nothing today. That's and right. And I don't That's care. Right. It, it, I'll tell you, that place is expensive, dude. I went in there for lunch, got a, a salad and a cup of soup. It was like fourteen fifty. <laughs> God dang! It wasn't that good either. It was okay, not. Okay. Now, what about the uh, trip to the other place on a Sunday? The oh, the wet. Yeah, there's another store. I'm not going to name it. You, you can have your Wegmans. It's yeah, called I, Wegmans. I, I, I can't go in there. Whatever. I've never seen it. Now, me and wifey might hit that thing after lunch on a Sunday. So we don't know what it's like during the week. I, it, maybe it's a different animal. But you roll in this place on the weekend, you got to wear a crash helmet in there. I mean, you, it's hard to get into the entrance because people are coming at you. Everybody acts like their ass is on fire. I've never seen a store in my life where you can't stop and even look at something or you will get trucked, man. I mean, these people are crazy. I haven't seen a store so disorganized, dude. Yeah, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the tissues. You know, there's a little right. box of Kleenex. I'm I looking can't for the find tissues. anything in there. Where either. are the tissues? They're over by the pancake syrup. What? Yeah. Why, why, why is it over there? You're right. That place is tricky trying to find something. I don't know. I, one problem we have out here is you've got all the eye. Now there's another store out here. I'm not going to name it. It's called Kroger. Now they have like eight or ten registers. And normally, they have about six of them going. Am I right? They have people in there to check you they out. They used to. Have you been uh, in there lately? I haven't been in there. No. It's one line and all six self-checkouts. Yeah, right? yeah. Self, they're into self-checkouts. They, everybody is. Pump. Well, they can do one person minding the self-checkout and helping this guy and that guy and bouncing back and forth. Or they can have... And, and while we're at the checkout, let's let's go ahead and talk about the people that are checking you out. <sighs> I'm sorry you wound up or got into retail or grocery. I don't know how you got there, but take your job seriously. Don't be jamming shit in my bags and running across that. I can't take any of it. And then they want to spark up a conversation. What about like the ones that. who are critiquing your product? Yeah. Like, oh, is do you like those uh, new Red Hot Ruffles barbecue oh, potato chips? I didn't chips? know we carried that. I know. Like, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't need deep conversation with my checkout Every guy. item that goes by, she's t- talking about it. Like, so oh, what hey. are we making tonight? Yeah. I'm like, uh, just stick to the business. I don't know. I, I got one winning story at the grocery store. <laughs> All right, so... They only got two lanes open. Okay. So it's a clusterfuck. And I'm behind this lady. She's wearing spandex. Who should not have been wearing the spandex. Now, her cart is slammed all the way up to the heavens. Okay. And the lady in front of her. So this whole thing's a gridlock. We're not going this, anywhere. This is a 30-minute ordeal at least. I, I, I'm like, oh, oh, my God. So she reels around and start, strikes up a conversation with me. and goes, oh, no, I forgot my bags. Do you mind if I go over and get some bags? I said, oh, the you... reusable nasty ass bag. Right. She's gonna buy a new one. Right. Well, at least she's smart. We've got twenty nine in the bottom of the pantry over here. So anyway, so I go look, lady. You can take another lap around the store because we're we're not going anywhere. So then I got like ten things maybe, and this other lady comes up. This blonde chick comes up. She's behind me. She's noticing. Oh hell, we're screwed. We're not going anywhere. So. I look over, there's two punks leaning on the wall, and they got their little Publix name tags on. So I give them the high sign, 
you know, you know, we got the mask on and we're standing yeah, yeah, on the yeah. dot. It was all those times. So I give them the sign, get your ass over there and register for us so we can get the hell out of there. So the, the two punks look at me. And then they turn around. I don't know if they were looking for. They were leaning against the wall. So there's nobody behind. No, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Get your ass over there. Sure as shit, they went over there. Got number four going. And the blonde chick behind me, she goes, go for it. Out of there. She's behind me. We're out of there. So I'm trolling through the parking lot, looking for the podium, waiting for my trophy, waiting to make a speech. And Blondie comes out there while I'm putting stuff in the car, and she's looking for me. Dude, I could have got those digits in a minute, man. I was the hero. Um, I, I was with you. I, you were in the car. I, I don't know what she looked like under the mask. The rest of it was good. And she was looking for me. I'm not making it up. She was like, where is that dude at? He just saved our life. So there's my one winning story at the grocery store. That'll be your last one, too, because the grocery store outing is a pain in the ass. But you have to eat. I mean, what else right. are you going to do? Right. Well, you could do the Uber Eats thing we talked about last day, but I don't want somebody else finger fucking my avocados, dude. I want to pick out my own shit. Yeah. You, 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 you bring me some nasty ass out of date chicken, and I'm gonna panic, dude. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> One thing that has improved is the little swipey thing, because back in my day when they first started doing that swipe it across, that shit wouldn't work. Remember oh, yeah, they had to undo yeah, the yeah, little yeah, yeah. thing and then type in the number. Yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, the, these jokers are rolling now. Oh, it's a beep, beep, they beep. They can't do it fast enough. Yeah. The, the self-checkout thing, you know, if you only got a few items, you know, go for the it. The only problem with self-checkout that I have found is produce. When you get apples, is it a honey yeah, crisp? Yeah. That, that's a pain in the ass. But if you got a barcode organic? on that shit. Did you buy organic? Right. Yeah. If you got a barcode on that shit, self-checkout's the way to go. You don't have to interact with people. <laughs> you don't have to get your shit jammed in a bag. You don't have to get your bread mashed up. Right. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know what else we could, uh, any more positives we could bring up about the grocery store. There's nothing there, and the prices are through the roof. But uh, hopefully it's going to get a little better. I don't know. It, it has to, dude. It can't get any worse. Yeah. I mean, we've got a good selection of grocery stores out here. There's a Lidl or a Lidl and an Aldi. We haven't I have treaded their waters yeah, too no, much. I, I have not. I'm, I, first off, I'm not renting your goddamn cart, dude. I'm not giving you 25 cents to push your yeah, cart. What, and, what the hell is that? Yeah, and if you better bring your own bags in those places, too. Yeah, they, no, they, that's a they no frown upon their bags. That's a no for but me. But supposedly they have... They have good prices. You just have to try their stuff. It's all off-brand. There's no Lay's and Frito-Lay and all that stuff in there. It's their own stuff. But um, I I've noticed the parking lots at those places, it's starting to pick up. When they first put them out here, it was crickets out there for them places. And now I notice, you know. Yeah. But, well, probably because prices are, are through the freaking reef, roof. And you're thinking, you know, a family of four, if they can save $100, then go yeah. in there. I, I, I get it. You just got to do your meal planning correctly, I, I think. I, I get it. Yeah. All right. We're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right. Today, it's Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. The name says it all. 79 years old from Chicago, Illinois. Middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Uh, from like the mid '60s to mid '70s, um, he was one of eight children, and the only one that was actually born in a hospital. He, he had to be tough. 
I mean, he had to be, right? Chuka weighed 13 and a half pounds when he came out. Big baby. Well, at, at full grown, he was 6'3", 245, which was and huge, mean for, as a snake. huge for a middle <laughs> linebacker back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Uh, 1965, drafted by the Chicago Bears. His contract was for $200,000. Peanuts today. It is peanuts today. Yeah. yeah. You, look, you know I don't watch football anymore, but back in the day, I watched football, and I, I was just old enough to be getting into it when Dick Butkus was getting mm-hmm. out of it. In high school, dude made 70% of his team's tackles on defense. Not 70 tackles in a season or a game, 70%. Dude, that's insane. He was a football genius when it came to defense. Yeah, yeah. I think he... I think he took a run at running back. I don't know if maybe his first yeah, year yeah, of college, yeah, I think. Yeah. But um He loved the defense. Yes. Um his rookie season he finished third in the rookie of the year voting behind his teammate Gail Sayers, who was a hell of a running back, and Ken Willard, who by the way, is from Richmond and played high school football at Verona High School where I went to school. Now Deacon Jones, I remember Deacon Jones was a badass defensive lineman for, I think it was the Los Angeles Rams then. Now, this is what, this is what Deacon Jones said about Dick Buckus. He said when he hit you, he didn't want to put you in the hospital. He wanted to put you in the cemetery. That's right. That's right. <laughs> a quote from the Deacon. In, okay. in 2009, the NFL Network named him the most feared tackler Dude, of all time. People were scared of his people ass. all over were afraid of him. They when he when he tackled you, he just he, he just pushed you. They used to play on real grass back then. He would just dudes would get up with big clumps of sod stuck to their helmet under yeah, their yeah, chin yeah, strap. Yeah. He would just bury them in the ground. Well, he was a big influence on Ronnie Lott. Oh yeah, and, and, and Lott said one time, "His my best hits are borderline felonious assault." <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody was afraid of that guy. Yeah, the running backs, receivers, they were scared of this dude. I mean, they knew when they crossed the line of scrimmage, if he got his hands on your ass, you were gone. Like I said, dude, 6'3", 245, all muscle. Number 51 would try to take your head off. Dick Buckus, he was one tough son of a bitch. All right, today, forgot about the wolf. I'll get into it. All right, <laughs> today we're going to do... A cocktail noon, and we're going to do a tasting. Just the tasting is back. It's the White Russian. Invented, it's not this drink is not that old. Invented in the 70s. No, no. No? No, I'm going to. Okay. Nope. And it's not when Russian it at all. No. It has nothing to do with Russia. No. I no. know. It's just the a drink factor. was conceived in 1949, but Gustav Topps, a Belgian barman, created the cocktail. Along with the sister drink, the Black Russian, the White Russian without any cream, at the Hotel Metropole in Brussels. I stand corrected. Somewhere in the 50s, the, the sweet, milky drinks were the heyday. The cream was added, and the White Russian was born. All right. I, it, it kind of fell out of favor for a while. It did. And what brought it back? The, the Big, big Lebowski. The big Lebowski, one of our favorite movies here. Six on Degrees of Big Lebowski. We love it. <laughs> Woo! I mean, it's a good concept. I mean, the milk, you know, coats your stomach, and the vodka gets you drunk. 
So, hey, um, here's my recipe, on. unless I'm going to be corrected. It's an ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce of milk, an ounce of Kahlua. Shake it up, pour it over ice. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? I mean, uh, the drink we're doing today is what Shannon and I call the light Russian because we use milk rather than cream. So okay. That's not quite All right, so let's fancy. give it a go. Let's see what it tastes. I like milk. I, at first, you got to like milk. To start with, I'm, I'm not a fan. I love milk. I'm supposed to stay away from it, but for this, I'll make the exception. It's it's two percent. There you go. I'm not a big vodka guy. That's not bad. I mean, you can put that down, right? I like them in the winter time. It it does it it does feel like a like a winter drink. That is not bad at all. I'm not a big Kahlua fan either, but this it ain't puts bad. a little on it. Yeah, this ain't bad. That's a go. Thanks, cat. You're welcome. Very good. All right, today we were bumpered in with rye whiskey by the Punch Brothers, formed in 2006 um, from New York, which is not actually a bluegrass town. They won a Grammy in 2018. Very smart bluegrass band. I mean, they t they take bluegrass to a to a new level. Yeah, dude, I love some bluegrass. I don't know how I missed these guys till you turned me on to them a couple of weeks ago. Every guy in the band is top notch, all of them. Yeah, yeah, they're good musicians, man. Um, Chris, I don't want to say his name. It's Style. I think that's how you say it. I remember him with uh, Nickel Creek was a band he was in. I didn't uh, know that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I got some Nickel Creek. It was a uh, yeah. They were good. It was a brother and sister he played with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were good. And I, I guess he, he got these guys together and it started Punch Brothers. Um, they've got a song called Moonshiner. Give that a listen. That, that's all I ask. Look up the song Moonshiner by the Punch Brothers. It's very good. Dude, they're great musicians, and, and I dig their Unreal. whole sound. But, I mean, with a mandolin, a banjo, a guitar, a doghouse bass, and a fiddle, how can you go wrong? That's right. right. Especially and one microphone. Good. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are awesome. Yep. Check out the Punch Brothers wherever you get your music. Go they, see them live. Very impressive. Just released their sixth studio oh, yeah? album on like the 14th Dude, good. of I'm January. On it. Yeah. I'm on it. Check these guys out. It's All right. Called, uh, Hell on Church Street. Hell on Church Street by the Punch Brothers. Do it up. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will see y'all down the road. Aren't good thoughts, boys, have I ever told you about the time I...